In an effort to preserve Wisconsin's farmland for future generations, the state's farmland preservation program has undergone a substantial update. The program, which serves as a crucial tool for farmers to protect their land, has received revisions aimed at enhancing its effectiveness and ensuring it aligns with evolving agricultural needs. I'm Charity Seebecker with the Midwest Farm Report. And Department of Agriculture, Trade, and Consumer Protection Secretary Randy Romanski says that the Farmland Preservation Program is more than just a policy. It's a commitment to the future of agriculture in Wisconsin. He explains more about the impact that it has. I always like to talk about tools. It's a tool for farmers that's it's good for them. It's a good way for them to uh, have some resources available so that they can protect their farmland now and into the future. So a little bit of a tax benefit for them to uh, keep their farmland in production. Historically, it's it's been a good way to try and have farmers work together in an area as well. And the benefit to society is, you know, farmland is economic development. Farms in Wisconsin are economic development, and it preserves that economic punch in, in rural parts of the state uh, for now and into the future. This isn't something new. You've been at DAPCAP for a while, and even in your past time at DAPCAP, you've been kind of working on this. Take me through that and how it's kind of progressed over the years. Yeah, the Farmland Preservation Program's been around a while, and it's something that's a well-known commodity, but like anything else, it needs to be kind of fine-tuned every once in a while, and the legislature passed, and Governor Evers just signed an update to the Farmland Preservation Law, which is great. Lots of support from all the groups that were involved. Um, We were happy to support it as well. So this is the first update since, oh, I don't know, like 15 years or so ago where it was called the Working Lands Initiative uh, and I say that uh, with uh, with pride because it was where a lot of the foundations were kind of fine-tuned previously. Ways to create ag enterprise areas where farmers can kind of band together locally to protect blocks of land uh, which is, uh, it's like a rural economic cluster. So it's like anything else, the tax credits fall behind a little bit so what just passed and got approved by the governor was a way to increase the tax credits a little bit, uh, adjust the time frame for how long land is in uh, the Farmland Preservation Program, and it's it's a win-win. And speaking of those changes, can you take me through a little bit more about what changes were made? Uh, a little bit more dollars per acre, which, uh, you know, since the law was... Uh, uh, tweaked last time, you know, time goes on and it's it's good to have a little bit extra benefit. Uh, shrinking the amount of time that's available, it makes it more flexible for the, for the farmers and makes it more accessible. So uh, we hope that what uh, ultimately got passed is going to make this something that uh, if somebody was kind of on the fence before, uh, these, these changes may have addressed some of those issues. And do you think, will this really increase farmland in preservation? As I mentioned on the front end, it's a tool. You know, it's one of many things. At, at the end of the day, farmers look at a whole lot of things that affect their bottom line. One of the things that we all hope for is that they have access to the farmland that they need to be successful and sustainable. Uh, and so that's the long-term vision is that, uh, you know, during the previous update, the one of the common comments was, we're not making any more productive farmland. So having a way to preserve some of that farmland for the future is is good for our state and good for the farmers that are that are working the land. And with these new changes, how do they affect current participants? They have uh, they have their agreements in place. They work with uh, uh, within the boundaries of what they have as agreement. But the the extra uh, benefit per acre is is a good thing for them looking forward. I believe. 
How does the farmland preservation program align with the broader goals with you guys at DATCAP regarding sustainable agriculture and rural development? Yeah, that's great. It all ties together. You know, the the thing that I always like to say is it starts on the ground. So the farmland preservation is ties in really well, actually, with all the soil and water conservation activities our agency uh, works with farmers on. Uh, and it also kind of jives really well with uh, things that the governor and the legislature have done to to do more for land and water conservation. So uh, farmers are stewards of the land. Uh, what what happens on their farm matters to them, and it matters to the people down lane, you know. And uh, by looking at all those things kind of in a big picture, protect the soil, protect the water, preserve the land, it's a win-win-win for Wisconsin. Are there specific regions or types of farmland that are have a particular focus for the program or, or kind of take me through some of the criteria or anything to be included in this? Well, the great thing about the farmland preservation program is it can be a tool everywhere. And then the question becomes, you know, how is the land zoned and what does that mean for the farmer and, and the local government? But the great thing about the farmland preservation program is whether you live in the Central Sands or the Anago Silt Loam area or the, the Driftless region, the farmland preservation could be a tool for you. How does the program balance the needs of farmers for having their productivity that they want, but also helping to preserve the farmland for future generations? Yeah, that's that's actually the key is, you know, uh, the the benefit of this tool is that it helps farmers kind of lock into a a program. It helps them a little bit with tax benefit, but it lets them look longer term for I want to be in this. I want to preserve my farmland if they're in an ag enterprise area, they and their neighbors want to continue to be uh, productive into the future and you know it's uh, something that hopefully is part of their bottom line and and preserving farmland is certainly something that can help as they're looking at their sustainability and productivity department of agriculture trade and consumer protection secretary brandy romanski added that preliminary data for claims made in 2022 shows that more than 9,000 agricultural landowners claimed the farmland preservation tax credit Currently, there are more than 7.8 million acres located in an eligible zoning district, agricultural enterprise area, or both. Wisconsin Farm Bureau member Robert Nye of Vernon County says that this program helps farmers in his area overcome concerns about preserving their land. Well, I guess the challenges we find in in our area is a lot of -of out-of-state buyers uh, coming in, buying a little parcel of land, and then it's moved out of uh, ag production. Uh, It actually cuts up blocks of farmland, and so you have farther to go to travel to put your crops in, and then you add neighbors to it that don't understand agriculture. So how does the Farmland Preservation Act really address these challenges then? Well, I think it helps keep this farmland into production ag. It also helps with the conservation portion because that's required there. You get a little tax credit, which is always helpful. Um, Taxes can be a pretty large portion uh, of your farm bill during the year. Uh, Ours has been as high as $40,000 for our farm. We have about 1,700 acres. Uh, we started with, uh, my mom and dad started with 80, so it's kind of growing up that way. Uh, we're really interested in conservation, so this is not a, a, a we like that a re- requirement um, with Act 42 and the original bill, too. And we like the idea that we get just a little more uh, funding to coming back. Um, I think it's a great way to... Uh, preserve farmland, preserve our neighbor's land so that we continue to live in a farming community with people that uh, we uh, 
have a like understanding with. And have you or farmers you know taken advantage of this farmland preservation tax credit then? If so, what kind of impact has that had on your farm's financial situation? Many are talking about like ag enterprise units to get some little more uh, of a tax break. Uh, there's concern about that because uh, some of the uh, townships or counties haven't signed into that. So uh, we have many in our county that are talking about the ag enterprise units and financially it's it's a win-win i think for the state of wisconsin and for our uh, citizens of our state and most certainly for our farmers and then is there anything else you'd like to share from a member's perspective about this bill the importance of it or conversations or feedback that you've had regarding it I think it's got pretty good bipartisan support for this Act 42, bipartisan across uh, the aisle, and which is uh, what agriculture really needs and it really work towards is the working with people. Because agriculture, as I mentioned, is a very important part of our state, um, especially the economy, and also it's the way of life for much of our state. Wisconsin Farm Bureau extends its gratitude to those who supported this program and their commitment to safeguarding Wisconsin's agricultural legacy. To find out if you are in an eligible farmland preservation area, contact your local land conservation department. From the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Charity Seebecker.